Good evening and um, welcome to this service of prayer for our country. In light of the events of the past 24 hours in our nation's capital and other parts of our country, we felt led to give our Church of the Palms family an opportunity to pause and to pray for God's spirit of healing and peace to come upon our land. As with our country, our COP family is not of like mind when it comes to politics, but we are of like dependence upon the God of love and grace to give us the strength and wisdom to live as free people in God's world. We participate in the world, of course, but we worship God and God alone. And our relationship with God hopefully shapes the way we participate in all of our interactions. As we prepare for worship, listen to the words of this poem by Jan Richardson called, Blessed Are You Who Bear the Light. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar wherein the deepest night can be seen, the fire that shines forth in you in unaccountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illumines every broken thing it finds. Friends, let us worship God.
Let us hear this scripture in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city, it shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shudders the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I'm exalted among the nations. I'm exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. In my early days, I led youth ministry for a few years and did it long enough to break up my fair share of middle school fights. Boys wrestling and punching and bullying, mean girls being mean girls. And over my time, my efforts to intercede in such conflicts taught me that it was of little use to try to learn who it was that started it. It was a fool's errand to try to figure out who was the instigator because nobody was going to take responsibility for their behavior. Nobody was going to admit to their part in the battle. Nobody was going to commit to finding a resolution. It brought back memories of my own grade school and middle school playground fistfights and my own defensive claims of innocence. The truth is, there is no innocence in any fight. There is plenty of responsibility to go around. Over the last day or so, we have witnessed the vulnerabilities of democracy. We've seen what cracks in the walls and foundations we as citizens can create through our disregard of each other. Few, if any, of us ever dreamt that we would see in our lifetime the sacred halls of democracy stormed and violated as they were. And few, if any of us, were surprised to hear within minutes of the assault, the chorus of finger pointing innocence claiming and assertions of inculpability and defensiveness and accusations that came from all the corners of the republic, media, citizens, politicians, protesters, and yes, even ourselves. Somebody was responsible, but it sure wasn't me. So perhaps it is providence that our church family this month is at the epicenter of our study and reflection upon the fruit of the Spirit as named by the Apostle Paul. Love, joy, peace, patience, 
kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These, according to the apostle, are the non-negotiables of the Christian life. These are what we are to take responsibility for. This is what we do. This is the fruit to which we give flower. This is what we expect of ourselves. In fact, it is the fruit of the Spirit that reminds us that one of the great marks of being Christian is the taking of responsibility. The mark of being Christian, living by the Spirit, is to see the world as it is and then to take responsibility for it, to take responsibility for things like poverty, injustice, the lack of civility, inequity, for the rights of all human beings, and yes, even for the storming of the halls of Congress. Christians don't point fingers. Christians roll up their sleeves and get to work. And it is the spirit of working and the spirit that is working through us that brings God's fruit to bear upon his people. The apostle in another letter says that we are to grow up. I remember my father a time or two telling me to do that. Grow up. And Paul says it too. Grow up into Christ. We are not middle school students anymore. We are the children of God, and we have given up childish ways. And we must take responsibility for ourselves and hope the same for the world. For the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are what we must expect of ourselves. And by bearing such responsibility, we change the world and ensure the greatest of freedoms. Let us pray. O oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast and our eternal home. We pray, O oh God, this day for our country. We have felt the foundations shake and we have sensed the walls tremble and we worry about what we have done. We pray, O oh God, for your spirit to hover over the depths of our chaotic republic. We are grateful that the ramparts have remained for a house divided cannot stand. So we pray for our leaders. We pray for our president-elect. We pray that the bitterness of partisanship will give way to the yearning for what we hold dear, goodness and truth and liberty. We pray that you will allow an orderly transition of power and that you will be with all those newly elected that they might pursue the common good and they might draw us together as one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Open us, O oh God, to the movement of your grace. 
plant within us the seed of the kingdom, nourish within us the fruit of the Spirit, engender in us the burden of responsibility, that we might see that who we are and what we say and how we treat others and what we post and what we say about each other and how we vote and how we care for your creation, that it all matters that we are responsible first for the kingdom of heaven and then all the other things shall be added. May the best days of our democracy remain still ahead as we seek to bear the fruit for which our country so hungers. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hear now this prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me so love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to be to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you.